Good morning, and welcome to Simply Mars. It's Thursday, February 8th. On today's show, NASA zooms in on the final resting place for its dead Mars helicopter, and scientists identify potential solvents for building on the Moon and Mars. Plus, stay tuned for more exciting news from the world of space exploration. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Mars. We start off with a look at NASA's Mars rover, which has turned its instruments towards the Ingenuity helicopter, now in its final resting place on the Red Planet. The Mars helicopter, initially sent as a technology demonstration, successfully proved that flight on another planet was possible. However, after more than 70 flights, a rough landing on Flight 72 ended its mission. Bella, a correspondent for Simply Mars, is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about Ingenuity's mission and its significance? Certainly, David. Ingenuity was a groundbreaking mission. It was the first human-made object to take flight on another world, which is a significant achievement. The helicopter also served as a reconnaissance vehicle for the Perseverance rover, performing over 70 flights. However, a rough landing on its 72nd flight caused damage to its rotor blades, bringing its mission to an end. How challenging is it to achieve flight on Mars compared to Earth? Flight on Mars is significantly more challenging than on Earth. The atmosphere on Mars is only 1% as dense as Earth's, which means the rotor blades need to spin extremely fast to generate enough lift for flight. To give you an idea, Ingenuity's blades spun at 2,400 revolutions every minute. That's quite impressive. And how has NASA been able to observe Ingenuity since its final flight? NASA has been using the Perseverance rover's MASTCAM-Z to observe Ingenuity. Recently, geovisual designer Simeon Schmaus used NASA's imagery to spot the lone helicopter in its final resting place. It's indeed fascinating to think about the technological advancements that made this possible. Thanks for sharing, Bella. Speaking of advancements, researchers are making strides in identifying liquid solvents that could be used to extract essential construction materials from lunar and Martian rocks, a development key to enabling long-term space exploration. Here with us to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Mars. Can you tell us more about this research? Certainly, David. Researchers at Washington State University have been using machine learning and computational modeling to identify potential solvents that can extract materials from lunar and Martian rocks for 3D printing. They've found about half a dozen good candidates for solvents, known as ionic liquids, which are salts in a liquid state. How does this process work? The machine learning work helped the researchers to narrow down their options significantly. They were able to quickly eliminate a lot of ionic liquids and then scientifically understand the most important factors that determine whether a solvent is able to dissolve the material or not. And why is this research so important for space exploration? As part of its Artemis mission, NASA wants to send humans back to the moon and then to deeper space to Mars and beyond. For such long-term missions to be possible, astronauts will have to use the materials and resources in those extraterrestrial environments. They'll need to use 3D printing to make structures, tools, or parts from essential elements extracted from lunar or Martian soil. This process, known as in-situ resource utilization, 
is a big focus for NASA over the next couple of decades. What are the environmental and efficiency concerns with this process? Acquiring these building materials must be done in an environmentally friendly and energy efficient way. The method to mine the elements also can't use water, which isn't available on the moon. Ionic liquids, which the researchers have been studying for more than a decade for use in batteries, could be the answer. However, testing each ionic liquid candidate in a lab is expensive and time-consuming, so the researchers used machine learning and modeling at the level of atoms to narrow down from hundreds of thousands of candidates. What's the next step in this research? The researchers have identified about half a dozen very strong candidates for solvents. They're now working with researchers at the University of Colorado to test a few ionic liquids in the lab for their ability to dissolve compounds. They hope to eventually build a lab-scale or pilot-scale reactor and test good candidate solvents with lunar regolith-type materials. That's fascinating. Thanks for sharing, Abby. And with that intriguing report, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Mars. We'll see you back here tomorrow.